Welcome to the most energetic, positive, happy, and healthy podcast in the world. Living the dream. Dream stands for diet, rest, exercise, attitude, and meaning. I'm your host, certified health coach, motivational speaker, sober since July of 2016, American Ninja Warrior competitor, two-time world record holder, and ultra-marathoner, Matt Scaletti. Here we go! Welcome back to the Live in the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Matt Scaletti. And I have a treat for everybody today. I have with me Robin Harris. Robin is the founder and chief creative officer of Model Atelier. Atelier. <laughs> Robin was, I was making fun of myself too earlier because I was struggling to say Atelier, but now I have it. She's the founder and chief creative officer of Model Atelier and Confidence Apparel. She is 100% dedicated to using fashion to empower women globally. Not only is Robin a successful businesswoman, she felt a need to do something that would have a bigger impact on youth in areas like North Lawndale, the inner city Chicago area she was born. As a result, Robin and her husband Norman created Confidence Foundation, whose mission is to help propel youth and young adults to change their narratives by becoming an example of successful outcomes when confidence meets talent. Recently, Robin has been honored as one of Chicago's 40 under 40 recipients. Please welcome Robin. What's up? Ooh, wow, yeah. what a nice intro. Okay, thank you. Thank <laughs> you so much, Matt, for having me on. I'm super excited to chat it up with you, but that was like a really impressive intro there. Thanks. I was excited. I did my research and it took me hours because there's so much good stuff about this woman. It was just insane what you can find. So, oh, you're too kind. Yeah, it's the truth. So congrats on all your success. And why don't we start by taking it back to your, your background? Did you always love fashion? How did you get into this whole industry? Yeah, so you're looking at, you know, a young girl from the west side of Chicago, North Lawndale, the youngest of six, okay, I got a big family. And um, I always had a passion for fashion. And when I uh, got older, you know, I got into the fashion industry and was able to really live that dream. And then after that, um, I started my own fashion company. Uh, and all the ones that you named, Model Atelier. Model Atelier is um, a clothing company for women who stands vertically blessed, okay? And if you don't know what that means, that is tall, all right? <laughs> tall, vertically blessed women. Wait, how tall are you? I'm 6'1". Oh, wow. I'm glad we're doing this not in person because I was very short. <laughs> And I probably would have wore heels too. <laughs> but so, so yeah, so Model Atelier is um, exclusively for women five, seven and taller. Uh, Model Atelier became the first official fashion partner with the WNBA and then move, moving on to like the WNBPA, which is the entire Players Association. And then after that, okay, I felt like something was missing. And I was talking to my husband. I was like, babe, we should be giving back. Like something's not right. You know, business is great, but something is still missing. So fashion is, has always been my language. I love to use fashion, you know, to empower people. So we created the Confidence Apparel brand. And that brand is for everybody. All shapes and sizes, T-shirts, hoodies, leggings, uh, denim jackets, joggers, whatever, athleisure wear. And what we do with that is we put positive sayings on there so people can literally feel confident when they put on the clothing. And then with the proceeds of that, we actually help send girls and boys to college who can't afford to go. So then we had to structure that giving. And that's how the Confidence Foundation came about. And we became a 501c3 two years ago. And we've been, you know, helping uh, girls who go to Howard University cover their books and tuition, you know, for the year. 
We've been helping um, essential workers since this whole COVID thing has happened, um, just blessing them with t-shirts to kind of let them know that they are appreciated and loved. And we have virtual confidence chats with the Confidence Foundation to really connect that confidence with the talent. Okay, Matt, that is what we do. I know. I'm in my brain. I'm trying to just get all these things straight because you have so much going on and you're just so, you're so passionate about what you're doing. And to me, I think that's the most inspiring part is you can tell that you love, you just love it. So how, how do you, how do you juggle day to day or month to month, three different businesses slash organizations? How do you, how do you stay organized and stay on top of things? Yeah, so I try to be very disciplined and very organized with my teams. We have different teams for each company. And it helps a lot because now that everything is like remote, and now I just became, can we add to the list? I am like a, a, a teacher, a homeschool oh, yeah. teacher. <laughs> I forgot to mention everybody. I have, I am a wife and a mom, okay? I have a five-year-old daughter, and now I'm homeschooling her and helping her with her um, online classes for kindergarten. So, um, so anyways, I juggle all of that with teams, trusting the teams to, you know, go ahead and uh, do or implement or uh, activate what we've already talked about and kind of leaving it to them. And then when it comes to, me um, on the creative side, because I am the chief creative officer, I sometimes would create the samples and then like throw it to the production team and say, hey, is this possible to like produce yesterday? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, but um, it's, it's great. We have small teams, but really great teams that really help us, you know, with our mission, with our sales and, you know, really getting the word out there. So we're so blessed, you know, and, and that's pretty much how I juggle it. Oh, that's so, I have so much that I'm thinking about. And first off, I think it's so inspiring for any mom and wife out there that maybe is thinking if they have a child, they can't run, the, they cannot run their own business. You're proving that that is possible because you're doing both. And can I ask you a little bit about the teams in the sense that how do you, are you someone that knows your strengths and weaknesses so then you hire your weaknesses? Because to be honest, I'm still, I'm working on just lasering home my weaknesses so I can get others to help me out in that area. And I'm finding it sometimes difficult to realize that I'm not good at a lot of things, but how do you, <laughs> how do, you do that? How do you talk about the teams a little bit and how you set those up and uh, how they help out and how important yeah. Yeah, sure. So let me not not mention my husband, okay? My <laughs> husband, Norm, is the co-founder of all three, all right? Model Atelier, Confidence Apparel, Confidence Foundation. With Between him and I, we, we have a lot of strengths, but we also have a lot of things that we just don't want to do or we just don't want to even learn to do. So yes, we go out and we find people and not only do we find uh, people who are stronger than us in certain skill sets, but they have to have a really strong work ethic. And we also like to ask them, what's their personal mission in life? Or how can we help them, you know, um, outside of paying them for their services? So we like to build a team who is just as, as passionate about our jobs or our brands as we are. And also just making sure that um, we trust. There's a trust, you know, hey, this is what I hired you to do. I trust that you would do it. And yeah. when you trust your teams and, and, and build confidence with them that they know what they're doing, then you can really relax in a lot of areas instead of trying to micromanage or, you know, have a lot of worry and you you have to build that trust and also build up your team to say, hey, you got this. Like, I will gas all my teams up and say, what? What do you mean you can't do? <laughs> do you know who you are? <laughs> and we'll get into that later. But for all of you that's watching, I'm a strong believer in the power of words and, and speaking 
positive words over yourself and affirmations. But um, to answer your question, Matt, that's kind of how we do it. Oh, you answered it so perfectly. And it just seems like you care, like you care about the individual that works with you. And I think that's a great, great takeaway. And by the way, sidebar, just because Robin was mentioning it, the way that I first was introduced to her was on a conference call, Zoom conference call, and she was dancing in the middle of a park in Chicago. And I immediately thought, (laughs) I need to talk to this woman. She needs to be a friend of mine because she's amazing. So there's my sidebar. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us, I, I know how important, or I'm learning how important confidence apparel is to you, and I'm sure to your husband as well. Can you tell us more about that and just what, why it is such an important piece to you and your mission? Yes, yes. So uh, let me take it just a step back. When I was um, in the fashion industry, I was a model. And I would put on these clothes that, that they didn't even have sayings on there. They were just so nice and well-crafted and made me feel amazing, right? So I, in my mind, fast-forwarding to Confidence Apparel, I go, what if somebody could say how they're feeling or put on something and, and not only boost their confidence, but boost the confidence of somebody who's looking at them without even saying a word, right? So we have this T-shirt that says worthy, period. It literally says worthy and has a period at the end of the, of the word. And that tea alone has sold so much. And we've gotten so many testimonies as to why that t-shirt meant something to them and why it, it said something without them saying a word to the person that was looking at them wearing it. So when I came up with Confidence Apparel, I literally wanted people to feel good, feel good, be comfortable, you know, say what you mean without saying it, you know. And then with that, I also wanted to, I wanted it to connect with a cause, which was helping boys and girls with their education. Um, yes, confidence is great, but you have to have that education. And we don't want kids to worry about how they're going to pay for something. We just want them just go to school. Just be great at that. Don't worry about the cost of tuition, the cost of books. Just go be great. That's Mm -hmm. it. Like, what if you could, Matt, what if somebody told, I wish somebody told me this. Okay. Cause I'm still honestly, side note, I'm paying for student loans (laughs) (laughs) till this day. I'm going to just keep it real. But Matt, what if somebody told us, Hey, just go to school, go be great. Don't worry about the money. I just really want you to get a great education because I care about you. Like that will release so much pressure, so much pressure. You know what I mean? And I think, you know, there's a lot of kids these days, especially if they come from single uh, households, single parent households, that's, that's a real thing to worry about is how you're going to pay for it. So um, I just kind of want to alleviate that stress because I knew the stress it, it brought on t- uh, myself being raised um, with a single parent, you know, and it was six of us. And uh, I, that was my way. That was my way of kind of doing what I love to do, like immersing it literally into the threads and then actually making an impact um, as I sold those threads, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, no, that you brought it full circle. It makes so much sense. I love how real you are. I'm seriously sitting here thinking, maybe I need to apply for a job and then Robin can be my boss and it'd be, you're just the, I bet you're really, really a great coworker and boss to work for. I think it's so cool. You're real. Uh, so real. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's, it's the only way I know how to be. And, you know, sometimes it throws people off guard because they're like, oh, but you're my boss. It's like, no, but I, we're, we're working together. You're not working for me. You're working with me. And I, how can I help you? <laughs> yeah. So how do yeah. you, you got me thinking about the sayings and you mentioned worthy. How is it you and your husband that come up with a lot of the sayings? And how do you go from the idea to execution? Because it seems like a lot of entrepreneurs and just individuals have ideas, but then the executing part is the difficult part. So can you walk us through the process a little bit? Yeah, for sure. So starting out, okay, our our condo was half live, half work. Okay, so this is how we were able to... (laughs) Sewing machine, 
cricket machine heat press all right this is how homemade like a like a store-bought sewing machine too so this is how as creatives we were able to take concepts okay sketch it out talk it out and then literally print it out or make it or design it and and then go to the team and say hey all hands on deck this is what we're doing um not everybody can do that but i promise you if a, a sewing machine is a couple hundred dollars. A cricket machine is a couple hundred dollars. A heat press is a couple hundred dollars. For anybody who wants to, to just start, you know, a, a t-shirt company, you don't need much. So once we started that way, and then we've grown, of course, okay? The condo is really not a, 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 um, a retail store anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, as we've grown, we were able to scale and really find um, facilities or build our own facility that could mass produce, right? Yep. So for me, when it comes to designing for the tall woman, I'm always thinking about the lifestyle of her. So if she's a boss babe, she needs something that, that's going to fit her long arms, long torso, and not only that, because she's already tall, people are going to be looking at her. She needs to pop. So I might do like a cool blazer that's like this great color. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, you can't get that off the rack. Where did you get that? So that's kind of the, the design and creation process for that one. But then when it comes to a confidence apparel, oh, my gosh. I'm like, what do we want to say? What is the current state in the world? So very near and dear to me, two things. Um, the past couple years, uh, there has been a couple of suicides uh, that hit home for oh. me. And I've, I've never had to experience that before. My best friend committed suicide. And oh, I'm sorry. One of the, it's all good. And one of the girls that we, that was in our confidence chats, in our confidence chats. Oh, man. Committed suicide over a boy. So when those things happened in the same year, it hurt so bad. And I wanted to figure out, you know, how to really communicate to love yourself, just love yourself. So I put, I, you know, created the design or whatever um, graphically. And then my husband, he printed it out and the t-shirt said, love, love, love yourself. And we had the opportunity to really promote that message. Okay. So then things like that, is it what is what gives us the inspiration behind confidence apparel i'll give you another story yeah most recently black community my community my people being um treated very very badly and even going all the way back or not that far back to uh the george floyd situation yeah um i said we need to say something and how do we say it with confidence so I printed the word worthy and what worthy meant, we put it on a African-American guy with a hat, black tee that just said worthy, worthy of life. Okay. And then we, not only did we do that, we told the story with our, with our visuals. Right. And then we encouraged people, if they bought a worthy t-shirt, they got one for free because they needed to tell somebody else that they were worthy. So when it comes to confidence apparel and the design process, it's deeper, you know what I mean? It's deeper because we want to build confidence. We want to say something and we want people to know, you know, that this is the reason behind this saying. Okay. I love it. It's just, it's just, it's probably every piece of clothing means something so much deeper. And I think it's, that's really, really, really powerful. Ah, oh, this is so good. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know how, how deep some of these, uh, sayings went and I'm so glad you're sharing this. Yeah. Yeah. They really deep. And I, you know, I got to hone in on my marketing team and just tell them we need to probably promote the message even more. You know what I mean? Because we, we, the last thing we want of people is people to think that we're just printing words, you know, yeah. without meaning. It's like, no, there's a story behind this. Well, you know you what? Know? I'm glad you brought that up because it, it, it leads me to a question. How, how do you, how do you do that? I'm no marketing expert, so I don't have a good answer. How do you, when you're talking about or thinking about worthy or you're thinking about a different saying, how do you market it out there 
so that people know, oh, this is, yeah. I'm not just buying the shirt for a word. It's a lot deeper yeah. than that. A couple, couple things. So, you know, as a creative, my mind is always going. So um, before I could even print the word, I already had the story up here, right? Mm -hmm. So I would look, honestly, as a small business, I will look at companies like Apple or Google, and they will, they will pull at your heartstrings, whether it's with the the song or the music, the soft music that's, you know, playing along, you know what I mean? Yeah. So anyways, we would try to really use the messaging with the music, the people, and, and everything into the marketing strategy. And then once we got, like, the video, pardon me, once we got the video, then we'll just pump it with ads. Like, we don't have a huge marketing team. But let's say we, we wanted to connect the word or the T-shirt to a, uh, <clears throat> like an athlete, you know, saying, mm -hmm. hey, can we send you this tea if you, you know, take a picture of it and we're going to tell you what it, why, why it does what it does or, you know, the meaning behind it. So that's a form of marketing. But honestly, uh, for us, we would do like Facebook ads, Instagram ads or whatever, email blasts, word of mouth. And um, it's been working so far. You know, um, I'm, I'm waiting on the day that we can have millions of dollars, okay, <laughs> just for marketing. Like, everybody would be walking around feeling so confident and so loved. Like, they will easily, every time they hear the word confidence, okay, Matt, they would think about confidence apparel. If we had a million-dollar budget for marketing. <laughs> well, you will. You're going to have it. It's, it's going to happen. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I just love, I mean, I'm sure any listener or viewer can just see how all in you are about this. And it's just like your whole face lights up when you're talking <laughs> about it. And it just, it just makes me like you so much more and like the brand so much more. It's just so obvious to me how much you, how much you love this. So how, how, as you're talking about it, I can't help but think, Robin, you clearly have a lot of knowledge. You have a lot of experience now. How did you learn to scale any of the brands, if you want to talk about it? Did you have mentors? Did you have people that guided you? Or were you just out there blindly guessing and screwing up and making changes? Yeah. So that the third I was out there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have any mentors. I didn't have anybody to say, hey, young black lady, come on over here because I need for you to do this. No, I didn't. I didn't have that. All I had was passion, a pitch, and a prayer, okay? Mm. And how I was able to use those three things and really scale when it came to marketing was my pitch, the pitch. So WNBA, um, Model Tillier became the first official partner with them. That was a pitch and a prayer. Okay, I said, hey. <laughs> I want to hear this story. I'm excited to hear this story. Yeah. So, um, so I actually was addressing one of the, the players for the Chicago Sky. And I said, hey, do you think your entire team would appreciate something like this? Like the, the girls on your team, do you think they would appreciate like having clothes to fit them and help them with their branding, like their personal image? And she's like, yeah. I said, well, who do you think I can talk to at your organization to, you know, to just kind of run it by him? And she gave me the, the person to reach out to. I reach out to this person. And once I got him on the phone, Matt, I went all the way in with my pitch and my passion. Okay. <laughs> so I said, listen, I'm no Nordstrom yet. I'm no <laughs> Chanel. I'm model atelier. And I have something that would help your organization in return you guys can help me because not a lot of people know about the brand yet so once they took a look at the website once you know they took a look at the things that we've done with one of their players and how she got on you know some new segments because of the fashion you know because of model atelier like they were they were really about it and then that partnership led to the model atelier with the LA Sparks. And then that partnership led to model atelier with the entire players association now. Oh. So, so you're, you're, so for, for all of that, there was no, there was no million dollar 
you know, um, idea. It was just a pitch and a prayer and using their audience to help me grow and get, you know, and scale my business. So that was one of the ways. So then once we realized, okay, wait, we're on to something. Okay. Let's do, let's, let's, let's reach out to this sports team that is, um, whose mission is to empower young girls. So then Confidence Apparel had a partnership with the um, Chicago Red Stars, which is the soccer team. Mm -hmm. Right. So that was a pitch and a prayer and passion. (laughs) So I, I'm, I'm saying pitch, prayer, and passion because all of that builds up uh, confidence and the audacity to ask. Mm, I, we, I have to stay there because I think you're bringing up a huge point with the asking. I mean, you did have to have, if you didn't ask, you would have never had the whole WNBA. I'm sure, I'm guessing, but I, I would imagine that. So tell us, talk a little bit more about asking and uh, having the guts to ask. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I try to do my research on the people that I'm asking about, Mm -hmm. okay, Mm -hmm. or that I'm about to ask. Um, So that's actually huge, because what your mission is, it needs to align with theirs, some way, shape or form. That's the only way you're going to really get their attention saying, Oh, yeah, we do stand for that. You know, even if, if, if they're massive in they forget what their mission was. You remind them, hey, you guys believe in this, that, and the other. And so do we. We actually do this, that, and the other. And then, and then you pitch. You, get, you send that email or leave that voicemail and follow up. And you believe in yourself. You believe that you have what they need. And not just that, what you can do for them. Because they know what they can do for you. You know what I mean? If I'm reaching out to the WBA, they got a huge audience. I don't. But what can I do for them? So it always has to be a two-way street, even though you're a small business, you know? And sometimes you'll look up where you get big brands. It's like, hey, we just want to help. Nothing in return. But that's, that's, you know, that's like a small percentage. But for the most part, it's always a two-way street. So make sure you have something that you can offer. Not just, hey, I got this great product, you know, and then also make sure that uh, their mission aligns with your mission. And you mentioned that you mentioned that in your audacity to ask. You're asking. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. And I think that that's such a powerful comment about adding value to them first. So that way you're helping them out. And what do you think about, I see quotes often and I like them about, um, oh, I'm going to blank on the quote now. Ask with zero expectation of receiving anything. Like, have you, have you ever asked before and it hasn't worked out, but maybe you did add value to a company? And how do you sort of not beat yourself up thinking, oh man, like we didn't get anything back from them. Do, do, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Um, I think, well, a couple things. When I ask, I always got expectation. I'm always expecting for a yes. <laughs> I love how re- you're so real. It's so fun. <laughs> I'm always expecting for you to say yes or can we continue the conversation? Just Ooh. give me that, yeah. right? I'd like to continue the conversation. Sure. There has been moments where when my personal feelings got involved, where I was like, man, I don't even think we, we got anything from that. Mm-hmm. But then the business side of me is, is to say, what do you mean? And then I go into gratitude. You had the opportunity to do X, Y, and Z. Even if you only helped one person, you got something from it. Or even if one person seen your brand or your mission, you got something from it, right? Mm-hmm. So I think when I take my personal feelings out of it and then kind of revert back to the gratitude part, um, there's nothing that we've done that was unwaste, you know, like didn't pan out or yeah. we didn't get anything from it. It's always something, you know, yeah. even if this wasn't what the outcome that we wanted, it was always something once you yeah. move into the gratitude stage. Gratitude is a powerful beast right there. I totally agree with you on that. And for those of you that have didn't hear, because we talked about this before we recorded Robin actually tried to tell me that she was not a good saleswoman, but then she proceeded to say, 
I'm just passionate and I don't take no for an answer. <laughs> I, well, I think anybody listening or watching right now is going, this is probably one of the best saleswomen that they've ever heard of. So I'm not letting you off the hook with you saying you're not a good saleswoman. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Thank you. I, I didn't, I didn't think about it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Robin, but it looks like you're living your dream, you're living your passion, you're living something that you love. Do you have any do you have any advice for others who maybe they aren't living their dream or maybe they're just working a job knowing that's not where they want to be and they have an interest elsewhere? Do you have any advice or thoughts for someone like that? Yes, yes, I do. Um, I feel like we've all been there before. And one of the things that I've done personally was figure out the passion. What are you passionate about? What is it? And then does that passion, will you do it for free? That's another thing. Will you do your passion for free? Because if you do it for free, then it doesn't feel like work. And then also, does your passion, um, is it scalable? Like, is it, can it be monetized? Mm -hmm. um, and if so, then you really, really got something um, because you would do it for free, although it's something that can be scalable. So if, if you have those two or three things, passion, you do it for free, it doesn't feel like work, but you can make money off of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> True. You got to pay the bills, right? You got to pay the bills. That's yeah. real talk. Um, <laughs> not everybody, you know, is, is just giving a whole lot of money and saying, hey, you know, or just go be great. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't worry about the money. Just go be great. <laughs> um, that would be my advice. And then to test it out, I always would encourage someone to have the audacity to ask. So if you do have a passion and you might want to collab with someone, ask them, go ask. But under the ask, you have to know the value that you're bringing, the added value from you. And you also should know their mission. Okay. And one of the things that we did mention, Matt, was the personal mission statement. Mm -hmm. I would encourage everyone who is you know, probably trying to figure out, man, what should I do next? Or, you know, am I really doing what I was called to do? Or, you know, whatever. Write down your personal mission statement. It helped me so much because then everything that I did revolved around that. And I didn't do anything else that didn't revolve. I said no to everything else that, that you know, wasn't helping that personal mission statement. Yeah, I think it's so and how do you have a not an example, but maybe an idea on what your personal mission statement is and how somebody can start to create theirs? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I would probably start with the tiers. Your, your three important tiers. Mine is faith, family and fitness. Mm. Pardon me and impact. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love fitness too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when you start with like some tiers or some pillars and then you probably break that down as to tier one, a, you know, tier two, two, a tier three, a, um, then you're able to kind of formulate a two to three, uh, sentence mission statement. So I won't give you my verbatim, but it kind of goes along with making money while making an impact. Okay. And creating the things that you wish existed. Everything that I do, for the most part, I wish it either existed or I had, you know, partaked in it when I was younger. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, breaking like, like, uh, what's the generational, um, uh, what's the word? It's the opposite of equity. <laughs> the opposite Shoot. Debt or so, so the opposite. So breaking like generational like systematic uh, shoot i can't come up with the word <laughs> that's anyway, all right what i'm trying to say is leaving a legacy right think generationally so everything that you're doing you're making an impact for generations to come all right robin along the lines this is i'm thinking about when you talked about asking and we before we started recording you told me a little bit a little story about a certain company called tesla and I think I would love for you to retell that for the audience because this is such a powerful story. Yeah. So 
so the Confidence Foundation, we wanted to uh, raise some funds for our education and programming initiatives. So during All Star in Chicago, okay, Chicago, I don't, I can't remember the last time we had All Star. Anyways, everybody's going to be here in Chicago for NBA All Star. And I knew that I wanted to capitalize off of that foot traffic, that touristy track, like all of that. So um, I knew that we wanted to do something super cool with some cars involved. And I went in to Tesla in Chicago, downtown Chicago. And I said, hey, you don't know me, but I have a vision. Okay, Confidence Foundation, this is what we stand for science, technology, engineering, entrepreneurship, and math. And we want to really help, you know, kids in inner cities change their narrative. And we actually want to hold a fundraiser here. Uh, what do you guys think? So I kind of gave them like some, you know, some literature so that they can kind of read up more on, on who we are and what we stand for. But when I tell you I went in acts with passion, I was smiling. When we walked in, you know, they were looking like, oh, my God, who are these, you know, who, who are these girls, you know? And it was so great because not only did they welcome us with open arms, they, they helped us raise funds. They helped us. We didn't, we didn't have to pay Matt for anything. Isn't it great? was a we believe in you, and this is what we're going to do to help. So – Shout out to Tesla, especially Tesla Chicago, because they are truly about helping nonprofits and we love them. Um, we put on such a great uh, gala or standing reception um, that they want to do it again. <laughs> so oh. it, it was so great. And the reason I went into Tesla is because I'm backing up what I said with the audacity to ask. I knew I looked up their mission when it came to like giving, you know, of course, they're all about science and tech and engineering. Okay. And then also, I just knew that they had to be the one I, I they had to be they had to say yes, I went in with expectation. You know what I mean? And literally the doors were open. All I had to do was walk through it. So it was, it was such a great experience. I mean, of course, after they kind of rolled out all the perks of what they do for us, I kind of died and woke back up, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was just so great. And it was a super cool moment. And we have them as friends. That's a, just a really great relationship that we have now. And it's all because I had the audacity to go in there and ask. I love that story. I love it so much. And just so I'm getting this straight, now you had a, a purpose. It wasn't like you just walked in there without knowing anything. You knew the outcome that you wanted before you walked in the door. But did you call ahead or did you just roll in there and just start talking to the first person you saw? Matt, I totally rolled in. I cold, I cold rolled in, okay? I walked in, all right? I walked in. And I said, I was really, I was, they were just looking. Okay. They, I don't know. They was, they were staring and I'm like, Hey, what's up? Like I came in there with great energy. I said, who do we talk to about doing a cool event in here? You guys have a great space. And then just so happened, the two guys that we needed to talk to was right there. And I said, I'd love to talk to you about this, that, and the other. I'm such and so, this is such and so, and this is what we're about. So I I just walked in like it was. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> there was no call. There was no appointment set up. You know what I mean? Um, that's what I did. I don't recommend that for everybody, but hey, if you're passionate, you're hungry, and you go in with expectation, you're going to get some sort of yes result. I think that's so good. And you, I love how you have these ideas, but then it's backed up by the actions that you take. And I think that's, you, you live your life by what you say. And I think that's a, it just backs up everything that you believe in, which is, that's so cool to me. Let me ask you this. We, we, I think we were talking earlier about you come in with an expectation. You know, this is going to work. You know, this is the right person, the right business. What happens on the small occasion that maybe it doesn't work out for whatever reason. Do you, are you good at 
getting right back up on your feet and going to the next person? Or is it difficult to deal with that sort of no from somebody? No, I am so, so in my mind, okay, that if they say no, then that wasn't either the right person I was supposed to talk to or that's not the right door for me. That's the wrong one, okay? And it'll reveal itself later on in life, some way, shape, or form. But I don't beat myself up about it. I get knocked down. I get right back up, okay? Um, a small uh, intro to that Tesla story, I had just walked into um, the Bentley dealership down the street, mm. okay? Completely different dynamic. They were going to do it, but it was totally different, totally different. Totally different energy, totally different everything, totally different expectation. Um, so when you do get the no's or the, the, the non-response back, that wasn't the door. That wasn't the door for you, okay? It, it, the door for you will always be open, and no man can shut that. All you got to do is walk through it. I'm, I'm this, I'm, I, I don't know who said the quote, but it's something like life is – 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react. And you just seem like nobody can knock you off the pedestal. Like you, it, it, it's just so cool to hear a leader of the company. Like if I'm an employee of yours, I'm just thinking I want to run through a wall for this person because you're not taking no. You're, you're going to the top. I keep like, I'm so glad I got a hold of you now because three years from now, I don't think I could get a hold of you. I, I think it'd be over. <laughs> <laughs> no, Matt, I think we're buddies. Okay, I can't wait to meet your wife. But no, you, you got a friend over here. Okay, I will not be unreachable um, in three years. You heard that, everybody. Everybody heard that. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> okay, so one last question, and then we'll get on to the final five, and then I'll let you go. What is next for Robin? Or am I allowed to know, or is it uh, on the hush-hush? Uh, so I necessarily say what's next for me but i could say what's next for the company yeah yeah that's cool all yeah. right so model atelier had just been um chosen to be spotlighted on qvc and hsn digital platforms and what that means is we the brand will get its products in front of hundreds of thousands of people on the digital platform of qvc and hsn Oh, okay, God. that's 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 pretty huge. It just made that announcement yesterday, so that's going to be um, crazy. Um, but it's it's you know it's all good. God is good. You know I was ready for that. Um, and mm. then for for the Confidence Foundation, we're actually working on building an innovation center in uh, North Lawndale. And what that innovation center would entail is. Basically, a lot of tech, a lot of programming, high state of the art. Like, I don't know if you've ever been inside of Google, but basically, oh, it's so cool. It's like a playland. It's so awesome. Uh, <laughs> we, it'll, it'll basically be like, you know, the Google for, for the kids that live in the inner city. And um, the reason we are doing that is because we want to change the, um, the narrative. You would now be a product of your environment. And that product is amazing because you have the tools, the resources, and the confidence, okay, to do what you were called to do. So that is what's next. You got a lot going on in front of you. And you got a little five-year-old princess that you got too. So you got everything yes. going on. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Kylie. Kylie Bella. She is the one to watch. Okay. <laughs> Kylie is so powerful. Um, she is huge on words of affirmation. She is huge on standing for the truth. Okay. And um, just a great, great blessing in my life. I, I, wonder, I wouldn't, where, wonder where she got all that from. <laughs> hey, I'm not taking all the credit. Okay. It's <laughs> two of us. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm excited for what you have in front of you. I'm excited for what you've already done. And before I get into the last five questions, why don't you tell everyone, Robin, the best way for people to follow your journey and your businesses and your organization? Where can they find you? All right, guys. So get your pens and papers out, okay? Because yeah. you're talking to a serial entrepreneur. Okay. Shop Model Atelier. 
one website, S-H-O-P-M-O-D-E-L-A-T-E-L-I-E-R.com. Okay, I hope you got that. Mm -hmm. The second one, shopconfidence.com. All you have to do is Google confidence apparel and we better be the first page that pops up, okay? And then Confidence Foundation, if you want to give back or if you want to donate to our causes, you know, check us out. That's confidencefoundation.org. Love it. Isn't, isn't Robin such a boring non-saleswoman? Can't you tell? <laughs> I am not a saleswoman. I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to convince you over the next few weeks, months, or years. I'm going to convince you. I'm going to get it. All right. All right. Okay. Wait, Matt. So I need your t-shirt size. I want to send you and the wife some gear. Okay. I really, really want you and her to put on some confidence and tag me in the photo. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely in. I'm going to purchase the shirts, but I'm in to wear the shirts. So we'll talk about that offline. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. But I'm excited. I will rock it. For our, yes. the next Zoom interview, I'll be wearing the shirt. Yes, yes, okay, cool. All right, are you ready for the rapid fire final five questions? Oh my gosh. I'm excited. I love love that nobody has any idea what's coming and I just think you're gonna rock these answers. I'm excited to ask you these. Okay, how do you want to be remembered, Robin? Ooh, Matt, how did you not warn me about this? Okay. (laughs) I want to be remembered as the strong, loving, and kind woman who always looked out for people in her community. That's really good. That's really good. I've never been asked that question before. This is awesome. Okay, what's the next one? (laughs) (laughs) The next one is, what are you most thankful for? My family. My family, I think they definitely have shaped me into the go-getter that I am and really helped me um, with my personal mission statement. Yeah. I love that you've clearly become so successful and you continuously give credit to the people around you versus taking it all for yourself. That really says a lot, I think, about the person you are. And I think that's really cool. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. You're welcome. And my favorite question, and I've already seen a snippet of this, but what is Robin's, if I see you in the future at a wedding reception, what is Robin's go-to dance move on the dance floor? Oh, <laughs> um, you know, I'm probably getting with, with a little body roll, you know, but like a <laughs> modest body roll, not, not a I'm single body roll. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, if if you're, if you're just listening to this, you have to go to YouTube and watch what just happened on the video because that was amazing. That was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Modest, modest body roll. (laughs) Matt, I have never been asked these questions. This is amazing and hilarious. Okay. (laughs) now i feel like i i gotta change the order of these questions because we go from a fun one and now i'm gonna ask you what's the biggest obstacle you've had to overcome in your life Ooh, um the big biggest obstacle i had to overcome in my life was rejection Ooh, rejection um in the modeling industry really hurt me a little bit and no one taught me how to deal with that. Do you, rejection. Think, do you think dealing with rejection in the modeling world has helped you become a successful businesswoman? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's a story that I could help others with, too. So I probably had to go through that to help others with, you know, who might feel like they've been rejected um, in some way, shape or form. That's a really, really good point. That's a great answer. Okay, last one. Who is your hero? Whoa. Okay. My hero is my husband. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not just saying that because he's standing right here <laughs> in front of me. <laughs> I am not saying that because 
Babe, this is, he's recording. No, he could stick his head in. That's fine. Uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> my, he's my hero because he has motivated me. He's watched and loved the ugly side of me, the good side of me, the beautiful side. And he continues to just have my back. Like when I tell you, and I grew up with uh, five brothers, four brothers. Okay. Um, my husband has shown me brotherly love, uh, fatherly love, um, husband's love and all of that. I didn't even realize I was missing that. Right. So he is my hero. I love that. And that's the first time the hero has been in the room. So that was a pretty cool <laughs> moment right there. That was a very cool moment. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, well, you're getting a lot of first on this one. Yes, huh? yes <laughs> I am. Well, thank you, Robin. You're just such a joy to hang out with, even if it's virtually. And I appreciate your time and best of luck, or I should say best of skill in the future to you. I can't wait to follow your journey. Thank you so much, Matt. Thank you for having me on. You are such a light, okay? You are just such great energy. I'm literally just feeding off of your energy. Thank you for continuing to use this podcast to shine a story or shine a light on other people's stories. And um, I'm looking forward to um, a friendship with you. You're so super cool and your <laughs> wife. So thank you again. This was, a, this was an absolute pre pleasure. You're very, very welcome. We'll talk soon, I'm sure. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of Living the Dream with Matt Scaletti. I'm so grateful for you. Please share this podcast on your social media so others can benefit from this valuable content. Also, please subscribe to my podcast because if you aren't, I am watching you. <laughs> Check me out on social media and message me if you need me as your keynote speaker at Matt Scaletti on social media. I respond to all messages. Thanks and I love you so much.